have we got a show for you. I'm really excited to introduce my friend in the Boston comedy scene who also happens to be transgender. She's Mitzi Ann Picardo, and her experience growing up in a small town is nothing like mine. I think she's fascinating, and you're going to love her. Also, Kathy Ferris keeps her eye on the classifieds. We all reveal embarrassing phone notes, and we just really enjoy a great conversation. All right, so let's do this. We're hanging. Town Scuttlebutt, brought to you by ParkStreetBooks.com and Mario's Lawn Care. Also, don't forget Royal Pizza, best pizza in town. Small Town Scuttlebutt. Hey, how's it going, Scuttlebuds? Welcome to the only podcast in the whole world called Small Town Scuttlebutt. I'm Rick Fink Jr. Across the table from me is Mike Page, and to my left is Kathy Ferris. We're recording our show from the Scuttlebutt Subterranean Studio, nestled in the northeast corner of my basement. And we release a new episode every Thursday on, you know, like Stitcher and Spotify and uh, Apple Podcasts. and um, Really checking off all the boxes. You can go to our own website, smalltownscuttlebutt.com, and like a bunch of other places where the kids get their podcasts. Yeah. So, FYI. But you already know that because you've downloaded it as evidenced by the fact that you're actually listening to this. Yeah, it's right. like you're preaching to the choir. Woo! Coming out of the gate strong, Finkster. How's it going, Mike? It's going great. Good. Been receiving some weird messages lately. People not talking to me, but thinking. You have a very... What are you talking about? You have a weird smile. Like you're I got a crazy looking. No. So I keep getting these messages from people that clearly think they're talking to somebody else, but they're messaging me. And I'm talking about like on Facebook, mm-hmm. Facebook Messenger. So it's not like they're just texting a random number. Name names. Be more specific. Who right. are we talking about? Also, um, pot her mic down because she's really loud. No, that's um, outspoken. Okay. <laughs> uh, so what's been happening is I keep getting these messages from random people that I don't know, but they're way off base. So here's one. When will the interview about your new novel be aired? Congratulations. Where can I get a copy? I didn't write a novel. Mm-hmm. You should you should not tell them that in your reply. I love this side hustle. I'm going to start doing this just to random people. I'm going to start <laughs> sending them things like, yeah. my cat got arrested again. Can you help out? <laughs> okay. Well, that's great, Mike. Thanks for sharing. Uh, Kathy, yeah. good to see you. Good to see you, too. Yeah. Uh, I feel like we're on better footing this week than Mm. last week. Did you like the show last week? Yes, I I, I enjoyed experiencing it. I haven't listened to it yet because I haven't had time. Uh Uh, But yeah, I thought it went, I thought it went well, like I said it would. I did not think it was going well in the moment, but I never feel comfortable in the moment. I always think, you know, it's controlled disaster whenever I'm, you know, with the mic in front of me. We just keep doing the same dance where I we come in and we reassure you and we're like, no, we've got this, it's gonna go well. Then we have words, we have side eyes, and then you call me a couple of days later when you're driving, you're supposed to be picking up your kids, and apologize for like you were right all along. Mm-hmm. When I listen to the show and I, I reflect on those moments where I felt tense or anxious because 
I don't know where, where like Kathy just took the football and she's running and I'm not sure. Am I blocking? What am I? Am I going to get a lateral pass from her? What's what is she doing? So, so we're all just here and, you know, we don't have anything other to offer than being having a conversation and people want to kind of be part of it. We're experts at nothing except mm. for Mike. He, he can draw. He can, you know, Very and good. he's good at wood and he's good at other stuff. That's that's, that's my, not that's my new business card. Thanks, Kathy. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was on Vistaprint the other day with Total Writers Block. And I was like, what do I put? I have a coupon. I have a coupon. That's funny. Okay. I've just figured out your wedding favors. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, good at wood. I shouldn't even bring that up again. I felt like that could have just floated right by, and it didn't. Yeah. And we're here, and okay, let's go. Okay. So I'm very excited about our guest today. Give us a rundown. Okay. Our guest today is a friend from Boston comedy scene and a former high school football player and a U.S. Navy boxer. Mm -hmm. Please welcome to the studio, Miss Mitzi Ann Picardo. Nice to have you. Everyone thought, oh, just another white dude in a hoodie. Yeah, no. White transgender girl. Hi, how are you, Mitzi? I'm good, how are you? Good, I am so excited that you are here. So we talk about small town issues, and you grew up in a suburb of Boston. Which one was it? I grew up in uh, Medford for my first four or five years, and I grew up in Brookline high school years, and I ran away and saw the world. Good, okay. Nice. So you have a different perspective on things, and yeah, uh, I would think, and we make fun of small town problems, right? So, yeah. well, I, I lived in Rockport for thirty years, so okay. I have this small town thing down. What we'll do is we'll talk to you and get to know you better, and then we'll get into some of the games, I guess, right? And um, yeah, we basically just have a conversation where we talk Rick down from his anxiety, <laughs> and um, Mike will look up facts about it. Yeah, he's on his phone all the time. And I'm just here. And so I'm excited to have you. First of all, I miss you. I feel like I have not seen you in like three years, although it's probably only been a year. So it's so nice to see a fellow comedian. Okay, well, Mitzi, maybe you can... Mike, you got to listen to this part. I'm sorry. I am paying attention. Okay. I'm listening. These are notes awesome. he's multitasking. for this interview. He's multitasking. Oh, continue. Awesome. Okay, good. I forgot them at home. I had Allie text them to me. Wow. Thanks, Allie. Mike just got engaged. I so, heard. So yes. he's... Congratulations. So he's like, Thanks. you know... How long have in you been the, uh, Since sixth grade. Wow. Yeah. I knew my um, first bride. Um, it was six months when we got married, and she was five months pregnant. Let's talk <laughs> about let's talk about this marriage. There was no um, shotgun, though. So. Yeah. First of all, this is the movie that Lifetime should be telling. Okay? <laughs> it should be, yeah. It should be telling. Yeah. Actually, you got me on um, April Fools. On oh, yeah. Social media. You said that you got a new job in Mid. In Mississippi. Well, I was, I actually, it's a true story. I was offered a job in Mississippi and a job in Missouri. I just lavished and said, I'm not sure which one I'm taking. Mm-hmm. Now, <laughs> for all the, you know, the trashy TV shows that are out there, like Mitzi in Mississippi would, would be so, a really good actually, one. Actually, I had looked up the town in Mississippi and mm-hmm. the job they were offering, I mean, was for pretty good money. Yeah. Um, well, good for what I've gotten in my life. And the average pay of the um, females there is like thirty six thousand a year. That's that's their average pay. For the males, it's like fifty six thousand. Wow! And it was a good forty thousand over what the 
Yeah. They would, so I would have been one of the richest people in town. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a town of 144 people, and it's one mile. It's not wow. a very big town. Okay, so one, <laughs> we do a, a, a segment, TV show ideas. Mitzi in Mississippi would be a great show in, in this particular town. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah Mississippi, uh, transgender. Oh, it would start oh, with yeah. everybody, oh, like, giving you the side eye and... And mm-hmm. you just hear like peepers in the background. Yeah, and then you know by episode six, uh, um, you're at everyone's yeah. barbecue. You're running the town. Yeah, you're, you're running, running for the mayor. Town. Well, once they right. tasted my food, yeah. How about we start from the beginning? Okay, um, I was born a million you, years ago. Yeah, where'd you grow up? <laughs> I, I grew up in Brookline. That was uh, pretty much my high school years. Um, joined the Navy shortly after. I saw the world. Well, you just skipped over about 18 years right there. I did. There. Okay. I, yeah, First I, of all. I, I tried to get rid of those years that I was living as somebody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you've, you've always felt. Um, since I was a kid, I knew that um, I was definitely different. How do you describe that feeling when you were a kid? Confused. Um, people tell you certain things. I wanted to play with the dolls. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to wear the pretty things my sisters got to dress up in. And I mean, I'm talking only three, four years old. Mm-hmm. I, I, these are things I recognized. and uh, But I was immediately told that's not for, you're a boy, you have to be act like a boy and stop being a fairy, don't cry, you know, and all that stuff. And Yeah, and what is this? I want to cry. Are you, you were, <laughs> what year were you born? Um, I'll be 60 this year. Wow. Really? Yeah. Wow. It looks good on you. That's so, a business card. <laughs> so 60 years ago almost you were born what was your birth name morons because um, <laughs> they gave me a name which in latin means men amongst men mm-hmm. um, so they named me mark anthony so you came out of the world fighting like i don't think so yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. did you think during those years too especially like grammar school and high school and seeing where you are now did you did you think that this was possible and you were just waiting it out? Oh, or? no. I thought I thought there was something wrong with me. You know, things that people t- said to me, like my priest, uh, that I was a sexual deviant. Actually, one of my favorite jokes is uh, in confession, I uh, said something. God made a mistake. I was supposed to be a um, girl. And he told me, uh, six our fathers, three Hail Marys, two act of contrition. <laughs> and I did, and it didn't work. Yeah. But it does explain why I was never molested by him. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. I, I bet a lot of that is true, too. That's yeah. exactly how it is. We'll just Hail Mary it away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll just pray this stuff away. Because they didn't yeah. talk about any of this. No. None of this was options. Yeah. Was it under, kind of underground kind of stuff? Um. So my mom was a nurse. Um, she saw people who were transgender or it's not a name because it wasn't a name then they were called transsexuals um but they were always junkies or dead um they were coming in from just being beat uh, sex workers things like that so she you know immediately didn't want that for her child um so she tried to beat it out of me um that didn't work she brought me to a mental health clinic um that didn't work how old are you at that time um, I was probably around t- t- uh, 10, 11, 12. What did the mental health clinic do? Um, like, did they even, were they even equipped for this? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was, you know, just scare the shit out of you so you'll never do it. So that's um, not equipped, but yes. No, right. No, not like, equipped. Uh, right. How do they scare you? Um, say things, shock therapy. No shit. Yeah. I mean, just Get out. All, all kinds of stuff. They would hook um, you up. Oh, yeah. How, wait, how does that? So, it, 
my whole joke was, uh, I, well, that's where I, I always learned how to lie. I had this uh, therapist who had this absolutely beautiful body, and she would always be asking me, what are you thinking right now? And I'm like, God, I just wish I had your ass. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I didn't, you know, and that's sure. when I started, you know, um, doing other things to uh, hide who I was. Okay. Uh, a lot having to do with my uh, stepdad and stuff like that. Let's talk about your stepdad because sure. in one 10 minute break outside of Improv Boston, I learned so much topically about a couple stories and, and I want to drill down to them a little bit. But your relationship with your stepfather uh, was not a very warm one. So he was this big Italian. Um, uh, that's my whole joke with my mom. Uh, the only Italian she's ever had in her was my dad, my stepdad. I name a list of other Italian <laughs> men she slept with. <laughs> um, but uh, he was a semi-pro football player, and I remember, you know, him saying, um, uh, "He's not my son; he's a fairy." Um, so I asked him once. I said, "So, uh, what's the hardest position in football to play?" And I was uh, 13 at the time. I was going into high school. He said, uh, uh, "Fullback." Uh, I was a fullback, and uh, that's the toughest position. And then after a while, he's like, Wait, um, "Is your dad Al Bundy?" By the way, <laughs> yeah, because Al Bundy was also a no. Fan. He was actually a lot. He was like twice the size of Al Bundy. Yeah, oh, okay. I mean, he was a pretty stocky. He's a construction guy. He was trying bragging on himself because he was a fullback. And then after some thought, and the football game was on the TV at the time, and he was watching. He goes, "Actually, the hardest position in football to play is uh, left tackle." Your your uncle Al, my brother, he goes, he was a left tackle, and if it wasn't for him, I would have never have gotten through the line half the time. And then he went through why the left tackle was the hardest. So at, uh, I just turned 14, 110 pounds, five feet tall, uh, freshman year, never played Papa Wanted because I never could make the weight. I uh, went out for left tackle. <laughs> That's awesome. And wow. how did you do at that position? I, I ended up uh, starting on the freshman team after the third week. So Okay. <laughs> did you it, like it or were you like, I'm just doing it I, just to get by? No, I got to hit people. So I, you know, growing up, I was abused by, you know, my family. I got beat all the time. And so I actually got to hit back. Mm-hmm. And it really felt good to just be explosive and be angry and um i use that to an advantage and yeah. that's how i actually excelled at sports i just that's where i let all my anger out wow and that's your motivation that's yeah. the light that's the fire yeah, underneath the fire amazing so you're kicking ass at left tackle your stepdad has to realize so actually after my freshman year that's uh one of the coaches came came up and said um you know you're small but you're you know you're you're powerful and you have a lot of explosiveness in you he goes I, I want you as my fullback. Mm-hmm. And so when I went home and told him that, he was like, oh, my child. Yeah, no, no, no really. No, I love Did, you. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, he, he would fe- wake up in the morning and he would have steak and eggs ready for oh, me. Yeah. Come on, let's go running. Let's go work out. And um, so that, between my freshman and sophomore year, I grew seven inches and 85 pounds. Jeez. Wow. So 85 pounds wow. of like muscle. That's and amazing. So I went back and they're like, no, you're too big for fullback. Yeah. We're keeping you on the line. Back on the so. line. So how was that in terms of you struggling with your identity and then your body completely changing? I, it came out in other ways. Um, I got involved in drugs and alcohol. And every time I would have those failings, I would go into either, you know, get high, get wasted, um, try, try to just, and I would, I would just bury all those feelings deeper mm-hmm. and deeper in. When did you start using? Um, 12, 13 years old, I think, was the first time I smoked weed. Mm-hmm. 
did my first acid trip at 13 and a half, right after we stole what? our first car. <laughs> yeah. I like how you like 13 and a half yeah. and I'm and I'm like glazing over that you stole a car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's like, Mitzi, why do you dress like a putara? Why do you need to show your tips to the world? Because uh, I have them. <laughs> putara, sounds like I got a nice Italian mom, right? <clears throat> no, she's fucking French Canadian or Scottish. <laughs> The only Italian my mom ever had in it was my dad. <laughs> my stepdad, Mr. Ionetti, Coach Caputo. <laughs> You're so good at how you structure your jokes. And, you know, when, when people who, like, are really into, like, mechanics and formula, you have a really good rapport with that. And, and that's something that I, I really respect about your comedy. Well, thank you. I'm, most of the time, I'm just so stoned. I don't yeah, <laughs> There's no structure involved. No. So, so what do you, uh, what, what's, your, what's your pregame look like in the green room? <laughs> My pregame? Um, I, I kind of go over what I think I'm going to talk about. Um, but there's so many times that I've gone up with, I have this preset and you say a joke or two and it doesn't work and you, you go into a side rant. And I think it helps if you have a good supply of jokes because you can go off there and ramble for five minutes, 10 minutes easily. But you're, you're, you smoke a joint or something before you get up there? Oh yeah. Have you ever been on stage sober? Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I, I but you don't like it. I wasn't comfortable. No. Um, so the first time I got on stage, let's go to that. The first time I went on stage. <laughs> where, yeah, where were you? Um, P-Town. Okay. Um, it was a, um, it's a show that's still ongoing. It's been going on for years. It's called uh, Showtime. It's on Monday nights, or Showgirls, sorry. And it's mostly for um, uh, drag show artists who go on and lip sync songs from other people. So it's not of their like own talent, but yeah, sure, they can dance and Just they can lip sync real pretty. But Share covers. But yeah, so my friend Jackie, was, who's a musician, um, it's, had a band, um, but she wanted to go down there and she performed one of her songs that she wrote herself and sang and she didn't even get past the first round. And we thought that was absolutely ridiculous. But so she kept saying, going to me, like, you're funny. You should go up there. I think if you did comedy up there, I think that would fly. So um, I was actually staying down there for two weeks, like the next summer. And I'm like, I'm going to do it. So Jackie and I had a couple of drinks and then uh, we went, I signed up and they're like, oh, you're going to be second to last. I'm like, great. Great, that gives me time to calm down <laughs> from my little buzz. Now, I hadn't worn uh, high heels in probably about six to seven months before that. I had had knee surgery. This is the first time I felt comfortable. I'm like, I'm going to wear my thigh-high stiletto boots <laughs> to my first show. And so I did. I walked downtown with these six-inch stiletto too. boots. Me too. We're going to bond on this. Six-inch? <laughs> yeah, six-inch, yeah. They have to be... That's uh, no joke. Yeah. No. Do, do they make footwear for transgender feet? I mean, uh, for like... I mean, you big, have to get a wide... feet? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Some women have Sasquatch. big feet, yeah. too. Like... A, I know, I've seen your feet, Kathy. I'm just saying, like, not everybody. <laughs> Let me ask you this, Mitzi. Are yeah. you, how well do you walk in heels? Like, do um, you own it, or are you a clumsy heel walker? Oh, no. Oh, yeah, this no, is one no, of Mike's yeah. things. No, I've, I've worn four-inch heels on stage before. So. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, six so inches is a little it. high. So well, to this, yeah, six inches So this time, I, 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 I shouldn't have worn the six-inch. That's <laughs> in hindsight. Um, I shouldn't have had six drinks before I went on stage. So uh, they called me up. Uh, first of all, 
they say I'm second to last. And so I, I says, oh, good. I have time for one more drink. So I get a drink <laughs> and I, halfway through it, they tap me on the shoulder. They go, you're next. So I'm like, uh, I'm second to last. No, we moved you to second. Mm-hmm. Shit. So yeah, I, nice. I get up and the first step is a normal step. The second step is like um, uh, the old midway or the, uh, yeah, the midway, you know, the second, the really yeah, high yeah, yeah. to get on. the. So I had to take a big step and the back of my heel caught. Of course, I had my cocktail in my hand at the time because, yep. hey, who doesn't go upstage their first time doing comedy with a cocktail in their hand? So I tripped. Now, there's a gap from the stage and the wall and I didn't want to fall down there because that would have been a complete disaster. So <laughs> I caught myself. I turned around and I go, look, I didn't spill a drop. <laughs> And they're like, oh, I think she's half in the bag. And the other one goes, I think she's all in the bag. I'm like, ah, (laughs) Jesus Christ, that light is so bright. I said, now I know why Michael Jackson turned white. (laughs) And they're like, "Uh, we're going to bring Mitzi back at another time. And they cut me right off. They did? Really? I was like, I... I could do this. But your first time. But they were laughing. People were laughing. But And then I, in hindsight, they were probably laughing at me. But... um, Mm. His uh, first... Sorry, I did it. Yeah. Pronoun. I knew I would mess this up. And it's interesting that you tripped up after Mitzi was talking about tripping up steps. And then Rick was like, This is where I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna trip up. <laughs> yeah, trip up. You yeah, nailed yeah. it. Way to go, Rick. <laughs> thanks, man. I knew I could we'll count on you. We really, yeah, we thanks for softening the awkwardness. Mitzi, what's of the that? thing to, what's the thing well, you know, to do when want, people when people yeah. do trip To up? me it's a it's a um, uh, teaching moment. Just use it as a teaching moment. Tell them what your preferred pronouns are if you have them. Um, it's when somebody purposely does it they look at you they say no I'm oh not like they're trying to, to make a accept point. you as you are i'm gonna call you a sir do people you know? do that oh all the time seriously you know? yeah there are ang- people everywhere i mean mm-hmm. i used to take the tea every day and there would be people that straight out call me I, my favorite was this um no i was going off the train and um i was like at the door and this lady gets up who was sitting right there mm-hmm. she gets up and it almost knocks me off to get out ahead of me and then she like hurries to the escalator and then stops and rides the escalator up mm-hmm. so i think i'm saying under my breath ah we're in a rush to get nowhere fast yeah right <laughs> apparently she heard it and turns around and she goes you're not a woman you're not a real woman i don't care how big your tits are <laughs> and you should have said and you're no lady <laughs> so mitzi because you brought it up can we talk about that rack there or is that off limits is no that no i mean I got a good laugh when I referenced them. In fairness, at a, at they're st- not usually quite as on display as they are tonight. That's true. They are out there. When they, I was dressing actually, today. No, no, this is actually, they're covered up right now. Yeah, oh, yeah. Is, <laughs> no, I, I'm just yeah. saying, like, yeah. no, for usually Mitzi, our though, guests are yeah, far I'm, more I'm, conservative. I'm, I'm, I'm Mitzi, almost in none attire. Like, yeah. Mitzi's going to H&R Block right now. This is Mitzi at H&R Block. Yeah. Can I guess your measurement? Sure. You are a 42 double D. 38 double D. Oh, I was close. Yeah. Well, thanks for giving the listeners a visual. Can I go back to something that, that I think is interesting that I actually thought I did a really good segue. And when you listen back, you're like, damn, she did, mm-hmm. was about your marriage. <laughs> yes. Can we just talk about this for a second? Yeah. Okay. Um, so me and my wife, we've been married uh, over 30, well, if you add up the two different times you got married. Well, let's back up with that. <laughs> okay. You got divorced. Yeah. We got divorced. We got married for nine years. We got divorced for 13. And then we remarried in 2006. And you we, we haven't had an argument and... in 14 years. I haven't seen her in 13, but. <laughs> <laughs> Where does she live? She lives in Florida. 
I'll talk wow, to you. Wow, that's and, interesting. And you, you, yeah. how many children do you have together? I have. We have two kids together. Two kids, son, girl, daughter. Uh, son and daughter. Yeah. Son and daughter. Okay, and grandkids too. I have three grandsons right now. That's terrific. Well, that's how they're. You know, I'm not. Gonna, I don't want to put a label on them. Mm-hmm. I hear I have you. three grandchildren. Yeah. Nice. No, and I love. I love uh, when you post a picture. You know, with your grandson at Fenway Park in the bleachers. Oh, that, that was so much fun. The first. That was such a great um, I brought a pair of binoculars for him. Mm-hmm. Um, they were little field binoculars, and I don't think he put them on the field for the first hour. Yeah. I mean, he's looking. <laughs> Man, look up there. Can you see that? And he's looking up in the sky. He's looking everywhere, looking at the clouds. It yeah. was awesome. And that was his first game. That was his, yeah. I think I'm going to take my daughter to her first game this year. She yeah. likes the Mets only because. Oh, uh, it's too bad. Yeah, well, my grandfather liked the Mets because oh. he hated the Yankees. and Well, good for him. And all the other teams moved out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's the only console. That's the only agreeing part there. Yeah, so. it, it was and so we're fans in, well, I'm a fan in jest. A- actually, so when I was in the Navy, I was um, stationed out of Norfolk, Virginia, mm-hmm. and um, the Tidewater Mets is their AAA affiliate. And so I saw all the guys from the 86 World Series oh, yeah. um, when they were in the minor leagues. Mm-hmm. So I knew them oh, wow. before they placed the Red Sox. And once they played the Red Sox, I instantly hated them. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> you know, so I... I understand why they were that good that year, and so that's why I heard even more. You know, I felt it was my fault because I was truly a Red Sox fan, and I had cheered on these people while they were younger. And maybe if I hadn't done that, they wouldn't have done so well. So it all comes. You've had a lot of inner conflicts in your life. (laughs) (laughs) That's like a vain thought, isn't it? It's all about you. How vain can you be? So you're you're married. As Kathy was saying, did you want to add to that? Yeah. Well, I was just intrigued the fact I, I that, I think you like, could call it legally separated well, at this yeah. point. Well, you came in, you're yeah. like, well, I guess I'm. we're still married, and yeah. we got married twice. Well, that, that, well, we got married the second time. We said, uh, this is it. We're not getting divorced. You, you, we're stuck with each other, and... So you're not, it's, it's, there's not like a hang up in, in divorce court, like over a blender or something? No, just, no, no. She can have all the blenders, <laughs> yeah. So you guys are yeah. just cool, yeah, like yeah. no. Um, Do you send each other Christmas cards? Well, or anything? her whole thing was um, she didn't feel that I was. It hadn't been about me being transgender. It's had, that I had known her for twenty years before I told her I was, you know, trans. That I had any any of that because you know, as far as she knew, I was this you know Navy. That's how she met me. Mm-hmm. I was this you know guy's guy. Yeah, because you know, that's who I was hiding, trying to be. Okay, so how long did you do that? Um, long time. To my kids. If you're yeah. okay, if you're almost sixty, when did uh Mark Anthony become Mitzi Ann? Uh forty five. Yeah. So fifteen years in. Yeah. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Um what is your driver's license, does it say female on it? Yeah. Okay. And the reason I ask is that I know that is a a big and like, my passport, my button. military ID. All I know them. that's yeah. like a pretty big hot button issue of yeah being allowed to. And how long has your license? Um, ten identity? years now. Yeah. Was that like a groundbreaking oh, yeah. moment when it was oh, official? It, yeah. it was unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, I I couldn't believe the relief that had happened. Um, Did you have so to jump pressure. through hoops for it, or was it? No, like I was surprised just, because they yeah. everybody told me I would have to, yeah. and so I went and I had um, I got the paperwork and. Filled it all out, went to the court, um, and they said, yeah, you'll, we'll get our answer. It can take up to six months, and three weeks later, they said, okay, your name's legally changed. So I had, a, at work, told my boss, I had came out at work, and um, so I 
planned. I was working at a university, so I was going to come back um, after the summer break as Mitzi. Um, so I called him up. This was actually during winter break that my name change actually came through. So I said, I can't come back as, you know, I have to come. This is who I am. It's, he goes, okay, sure. So I came to work and um, I presented as Mitzi for the whole time. And the first day, my uh, district manager came up and he sees me and he walks over and he goes, hi, uh, Steve. Uh, you know, I don't want to say his last name. Yeah, sure. and, he, and he shakes his my hand and he goes, uh, you know, nice to have you on the team. Uh, your first day? And I said, uh, hi, it's me. He didn't, he yeah, didn't he recognize didn't. who I was. Really? Um, so that was funny. But the, my biggest one was at the end of that semester, uh, this girl came up with her friend and she goes, I just want to thank you for the great job you did here. She goes, uh, you took over for that other guy who was just always angry and mean. <laughs> <laughs> That's and her, hilarious. And, and her friend's looking at her kind of like, you dummy, it's the same. And she's kind of like nudging her. And she goes, no, 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 let me talk. Well, you know, I, I don't want to say he was angry. He just didn't seem very happy. Wow. And I said, well, he is in very happy where he is at now. Yeah. And she's like, oh, that's good. I just want people to be happy. And she walked away and her friend just kind of rolled her eyes and goes, I'm friends with an idiot. I admire you because we're talking the 1960s, the 1970s, living in a home. I mean, let's just quickly recap. Your mom and family members trying to beat this out of you. Yeah. You had an unsupportive stepdad that came around because you were just trying to get some respect. I mean, this is all super admirable stuff. You joined the United States Navy. You were a guy's guy. You boxed too, didn't you? I did. I, uh, I was a fighter. Okay, so let's talk about that. How good were you? Um, I was. Uh, I lost my first fight, but then I won my next 20. So Jesus. I was 21 before I stopped. So let's talk about the time you got into a fight in the street, <laughs> defending a friend. Defending a friend? Yeah, I thought you were defending oh, a friend. No, and this no, is no, after this is as Mitzi. Yeah. And this is as Mitzi, right? That's, so this is uh one night we were coming home from this is my from my roommate. Um we were coming home and she was working um all night at a bar, Jock's Cabaret, which I hang out at. Mm -hmm. And uh, so she was working that night and I was there drinking. Uh I worked all day. Got off at work around uh, four o'clock, and so she got off at work at twelve, and I had been drinking from four to twelve. So mm -hmm. to say, I had maybe one or two drinks. Yeah, <laughs> probably not an understatement. Um, so we get to Forest Hills, waiting for our bus, and normally you'd have to wait there a half hour to forty-five minutes to an hour at that time of night. So we walked all the way to the end of the parking lot, like where the buses first pull in, and uh, we were going to smoke a joint there. We're sitting down on the wall. And this guy walks over and um, my roommate turns right away and goes, can you not bother us? I, I want to talk to my roommate alone. Uh, she knew I was drunk and she didn't want me to say anything. And um, the guy goes, oh, it's a free world. And so he, he leaned up against the pole that was right there and he pulls out a cigarette. And she's like, oh, we're allergic to cigarette smoke. Can you not smoke here? And he goes, it's a free world. And he blows the smoke in her face. And so, of course, me being me, I get up and I say, well, what you, an asshole? <laughs> and I said, she asked you nicely twice. And then he looks me up and down. And he goes, medicon. And I he said, actually, what? a medicon, uh, which oh. is uh, gay for um, in Spanish. And um, okay. 
I says, actually, no, I am uh, what you would consider a transsexual, transgender. Um, Actually, this is a teachable moment. (laughs) Exactly. You know, even in my state, I was using it as that. (laughs) And he pulled back with his hand like he was going to throw this right. And so I just kind of sidestepped it and I gave him right, gave him a left. And um, my roommate pulls me off of him and he swings at her. Uh, She nails him a couple of times. I grab her, pull her off. He swings at me again. And we kind of went at it for a little while and Was he uh, landing punches he actually landed a, a couple um because yeah. i'm blind completely blind in my left eye so from, he, he's from got, boxing from boxing so yeah. he, he got a couple shots little in and hit me he know. Yeah. yeah but it, what got me was that i mean i was landing every shot that i threw at this guy uh-huh. but he, he didn't go down and yeah. i had a reputation for just knocking people down yeah um but i outpointed him that's for sure <laughs> not that there was uh, a judge there but no there was a video though that the mbta oh. police had oh. that they sat me down and they made me w- watch and it's seven minutes long and it's this fight and i'm standing there looking at this fight and i'm like what nice posture. Yeah. Good combinations. Way to slip that punch. I'm I was, thinking like the calories I was that you're burning with this. <laughs> I was, I was, there like a bell dinging yeah, in the MBTA I went right video? Th- I went right through the bell and I just kept going <laughs> at it. Yeah. Those officers, when they were talking to you, I mean. Oh, they were loving it. They, were, this they, must they have loved been, it. Think, this, I'm just trying yeah. to think visually here. I'm actually the detective um, who investigated thing. You know, we had a good rapport and we talked many times oh. after this. And uh, like two, three years after, I, I saw him at uh, the train one day. And he's like, hey, how are you? How's it going? He goes, you know, I, I really feel bad. I think he got ripped because the, the guy got off. Oh, he did? Um, yeah, the, the jury saw that he got his ass kicked. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I would. MBTA <laughs> brought him to court. I didn't. The MBTA okay. brought him. Um, but um, he's like, I'm, I'm sorry you lost. He goes, uh, but if it's any consolation, you're still the number one video in the precinct. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> so can you get a copy of that? <laughs> I wish I could. I tried. So I just want to jump in here because um, obviously – you're, you're like you've got a great spirit about this and you're laughing it off and all and you kick that guy's ass so that's right uh, you know so, another feather in your cap um but it is worth noting just on a serious note that um transgender youth face far more uh violence bullying all that stuff um than other kids do um there's a 40 percent rate of suicide um for children that are trans and it's lower in accepting families um and the life expectancy of trans women of color is 30 to 35, which is crazy. Um, which has actually gone up. I mean, it, it was so, all of those numbers actually are, are dropped in the yeah. last 10 years, it, which shows you how alarming they actually were. Right. And that's a, a great point. And thank you for bringing that up because I, I have been able to defend myself, but a majority of people are not right and people get hurt for just who they are and what they believe and how they present and none of us should be judged um other than what we bring to the table you know or who we are as a person not you know how you perceive us and yeah i think you're the best ambassador for the transgender oh, I community think there's so many better but better than you are <laughs> oh, you serious yeah. yeah yeah i think there are just look at you listen to you i mean you are yeah. you're one of my Favorite people to see in, like, let's say at the comedy studio or something. Why, thank you. Yeah. But you are involved with um, with an organization. I um, do some speaking with um, Speak Up Austin. Um, I was part of PFLAG for a while, but um, Speak Up Austin is a 
uh, Speak Up Your Hair, uh, located in Boston. Um, it's actually one of the oldest LGBTQ speaking bureaus in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, I tell everybody, everybody's story matters because uh, the more stories people hear, um, and it doesn't just have to be LGBTQ, it's allies as well. When I came out was um, telling my family, when I first told my son, I, that was probably the scariest of all the people I told. Oh, okay. Um, so how old was he at the time? He was uh, 21, I believe, at the time. And you're about 45. Maybe he was 18. Yeah, I think he was yeah. 18. Yeah, he was 18 at the time. And I told him, and he's like, uh, well, Dad, I kind of already know. We have our wireless internet, and I wanted to go see those pictures you took uh, at Christmas time, and I saw all of your pictures, and... Um, you're my dad. I love you. I don't care what body you're in. That's great. Yeah. Oh, I love that. that. That floored me. And that's how I tell people. I'm like, after telling him, it was like, it was word vomit. It was like, blah, transgender, yeah. look at me. So <laughs> you were more nervous about how your son would take it with your daughter. You were um, totally I, I figured she would be more accepting. Mm-hmm. Um, she used to always make comments. Oh, you pick up the best clothes. And, yeah. and that was actually her comment was, well, that explains all the clothes. <laughs> yeah, but, but otherwise, for about 45 years, you really hit that well. Yeah. Yeah, nobody. I mean, but I played the card all the way to the masculine side and did all the male stuff and the over-dominance. I mean, I played Park League football until I was in my 40s. Okay, uh, you so... Know. So this is all Mark in public, but what would you do at home alone? Like, would you I, and just be who you I, really are, or well, no, no? You'd still just oh, you were yeah. like method acting. Like I'm just gonna oh, yeah. carry did, this out. I mean, but I would it would come out in ugly ways. I mean, I, I I've tried to kill myself six times since I was twelve years old. So really, yeah, it's you hide it long enough, you do dumb things. I mean, that was all, my whole military thing was just jumping in, and I wanted to die. Um, but this is a resolved matter. I oh yeah, I I haven't, yeah, yeah, good, good. Yeah, it, we, yeah. We've we've talked about bullying. We've talked about suicide this season. We are a bunch of knuckleheads just having fun. But actually, we do have a story arc, a theme. I think here. Yeah. So I didn't get to finish my point earlier Sorry. because Rick Rick got on a on a roll. Um, but it's it, always my fault, Mike. No, Blame it fine. on me. It's Whatever. Cool. <laughs> it's cool. However, we just worked it back. Now it fits in perfectly. Uh, if you are having suicidal thoughts, uh, you can call Good Samaritans at 877-870-4673. Again, that's 877-870-4673. We covered a lot of stuff, and I think uh, I could ask you, Andre, will you come back on again some other time? Sure. Okay. I would I've, love to. Why don't we just have a regular show and... Hang out with us as like All the right. fourth host. We'll do Annie's Attic. You know, we'll do the classifieds. Yeah. We'll, we'll do a thing called phone notes. So you just randomly find something because I bet you got some fucked up stuff in there. Oh, I do. <laughs> <laughs> we want to hear about it. Um, and then, then we'll just uh, then we'll we're done. Uh, Parkstreetbooks. Dot com. New England's largest children's bookstore. Uh, if you are looking for a way to spend time with your kid but not spend time with your kid, go to Park Street Books. Not only can you find books, you can find puzzles, you can find pottery. There's just lots of stuff there, uh, lots to discover. So um, please visit Park Street Books. And check them out on TikTok for some sick videos. Yeah, Jim James is on another level with TikTok. That's parkstreetbooks.com. 
Well, it's that time of year. It's time to call. <laughs> Are you sharpening a pencil? <laughs> you... <laughs> well, it's that time of year. Time to call Mario's landscaping and time for Kathy to sharpen her pencil. It's too early. Don't dethatch your lawn because the roots aren't strong enough yet. When you dethatch, you want to be pulling up 80% dead grass and only 20% green grass. If you try to dethatch now, those ratios are going to be way off. So take Mario's advice and don't do it. Better yet, call Mario at 508-359-8016 and let him deal with your yard problem. Call him now because it's time to start taking care of your lawn before it's too late. All right, well, let's get into some fun stuff. How about, want to do the classifieds? Yep, we'll do some classifieds if you guys are ready. Go for it. Mike, what's the classifieds intro? I don't have one. But I believe Brett's was Anna's Attic. What's, what's up in there? It? Yeah. Oh, yeah, what's up <laughs> there? <laughs> or are we just going to say classifieds because some of these will come from different places. But, okay, so explain to Mitzi how the game is Okay, played. so this is how it goes. Um, in our small town, we have a free paper, and it has classifieds that you can submit. And I will say this, last week we didn't know this, it has to be under $100. My husband Jeff and I play this game where uh, I will read off the classified and say, how much do you think it, it they're asking? And so we started playing this last week because Rick's anxiety made me upset. So I just went to this. So I've got three here that I want to do with you guys. The first one, you ready? It's a little unorthodox, but we'll go with it. What would you pay for 207 feet, two gates of a chain link fence? Ooh. And it has to be under $100? Well, to advertise. Wow, yeah. that's a deal. Yeah, whatever. But how uh, much do you think they're asking? Ninety-nine dollars. I'm gonna say fifty or bo. Sixty-five. Free. What? Wow. That is a. That makes sense. You know what? It's probably one of those. Oh, wait, you remove it, 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 you can have it's it. It's old fence. It's like <laughs> yeah, it's right. a unicorn. It's a unicorn. They yeah. hardly have free things here. Okay, this one is a little bit of a memory game because uh -oh. I think we did it last week, but it's back in. Two adorable bunnykin royal Dalton ah. cups. Both with two handles. Is it the Excellent votives? condition. Oh, no. Sorry. Can send photos. I'm going to do it again because, Mike, this is like QVC. You can't do that. Okay. Two adorable. Yeah, Mike. Can royal you always Dalton do that, Mike. Cups, talk over her. Both with two handles. Excellent condition. Can send photos. How much would you pay? I remember, I think I said five last time, and you did that six, and then you won. I'm going to go. Well, you go first. Well, first, like, do you remember Actually, what guess I first. said? Mitzi, what do you think? Mitzi, what, what? I have no idea what you said. Um, <laughs> <laughs> would you say six was the winning number? <laughs> I'll say $7. What are you going to say, Michael? I think it was eight. I'm going to say five. You all fail. You fail at this. It's the same exact uh, price that they were asking for before, and they still say for only $14. So they ran so the ad again. <laughs> they ran the ad again. They're going to okay. run this ad until... I actually went back to see if they maybe changed the text a little to spice it up sure. or maybe lower the price. I tell you what, nope. if, if... No, these people are dealing in Anna's attic. They can't be bothered. But if you're... Writing what classified do you mean, ads you can't be bothered. Oh, if you're they doing they the bothered enough to send it into Anna's attic instead of bringing it like. Yeah, but you're talking about spicing things up. These are people that are putting items into the classifieds. How much spice do you think they have to I'm offer? I'm going to start putting stuff in the classified. Okay, they yeah. want to no, change the typo. <laughs> <laughs> How about if that's in there again next week? We call this person for best offer. For best offer, okay. we talk them down. Yeah. 
We'll give you five. Yeah, we'll coach okay. him up and tell him is why. That, why is that what we're going moving. to commit to? If like if it's mm-hmm. in next week, we're going to commit we, to five dollars. Can you do a bidding war? I'll give you fifty cents, and then somebody else call. I got, I got, a, I got a dollar. <laughs> that would be great. That would be great. Or right on each other's yeah, heels. Yeah, 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 yeah. Would you be our agent and call them and say, um, "We're counter offering at five. Yeah, <laughs> that would be great. Yes, let's do it. Artist Todd Bailey Original. Oh boy, that's no a, that's Original a hu- Oil. That's a huge okay. name. Is it? No, <laughs> never heard of him. Todd Artist Bailey. Todd Bailey Original Oil. Nikki's pants. Oh no, Nick's pants. I'm sorry. How much did you pay for Todd Bailey Original Oil titled Nick's pants? Oil on canvas, I presume, to have uh, dimensions of this painting. No, that's a, that's all they have. That's it. I, I give you everything. Do I don't. I don't edit on, this. Do we think it's painted on velvet or like actual canvas? Because a painting called Nick's pants, I expect that to be in an antique shop, and it's painted on velvet. I thought it was pants that were painted. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. You can mm-hmm. wear wearable art. Artist Todd Bailey original. I'm going with fifteen dollars. Okay. I think they're pants, and they're $77. <laughs> Needs a hemp. They're originals. Yeah, I would say uh, $75. That's what Mitzi said, though. I said 77 77 Oh, you said 77 Oh. Um, okay, That's I'll say 50 95 Wow. $95 for Nonsense. Todd Bailey Original Oil. What do you think that's going to skyrocket to when Todd Bailey dies? Oh, wait. It's, it's Todd Bailey with one D? Todd with one D? T-O-D? Yeah. Todd is not a three-letter name, <laughs> Todd. If you're out there listening, Todd, Todd should be four letters. What is happening? Oh. Did you find it? Uh, uh. Todd, I have a recommendation. It's if, like a frog eating. It's something. not that good. If your paintings are being resold for what was it, ninety five? Ninety five dollars. I don't know what you're selling these for, Todd, but I would recommend the oils that you're using. If you're using high end oils, like if you're using um, old Dutch oils or, or uh, old Holland oils, I, was I mean say Holland, definitely, yeah. Or um, Gamblin oils, you'd be better off just sell the tubes of oils. You'd, oh. Um, mm, yeah, like it's actually. Can you put the that piece of shit you just made? Can you put the paint actually back in the, back tubes, in the tubes? Separate them where you can. I am mistaken. There are things on here that can be over. Yes, yes, and I'm, that's the only hint I'm going to give you. Do you guys want to do one more? Sure. Okay. Invacare hospital bed, full electric with vibe alter alternating pressure pad. Sorry, you guys. Like I'm. I'm um, trying to read this like this. Hold she on, has, let me she has trouble thing. reading. No, I don't. Did um, we ever find out her Lexia reading level last week? No, but I think we're making her really nervous. Do you see, how, do you see how hard I work? Why did she turn away from me? You are working very hard to read that. Yeah. Uh, well, because it's... Okay. She didn't um, bring her readers. I'm going to do it again. <laughs> we're going to edit this. Invacare what was it like being your kid having books read to you at night? <laughs> Mom, it's 10 o'clock. We started this book two hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> Kathy's like, it's hop on pop. This is yeah. tough. Yeah. Wait till you get to be my age. You'll understand. <laughs> is that why she's gay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Invacare hospital bed, full electric with vibe altering pressure pad, approximately three years old in excellent condition. Vive altering? V I V E? Yeah, V I V E. First of mean? all, I don't Vibrating. know. Didn't you say Vive? Altered? Yeah, but I think I think that might be kind of some kind of brand because it's yeah. it's capital, so it's 
vibe altering, oh. alternating. Oh, wow. so it's like alternating to pressure. Brand, brand itself. Vi- now I want an alternating pressure no. pad. <laughs> anyway, five twenty-four, and this is <laughs> this exceeds one hundred dollars. It this will and the only hint it's over a hundred dollars. What did you say, Mitzi? Five twenty-four. Okay, pickup only, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Five twenty-four. That's four eighty-nine. What I'm is the object? That's a lot of money. It's a it, it, it's, like it's a, a it's a hospital bed. Yeah, it's it is. an care oh, hospital thing. bed, full electric. Wow! So this is for the home, right? If you're uh, maybe or have the office, mom, I don't know. Mom's in a hospital. <laughs> 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 Depends on what kind of work you do. <laughs> right. Two fifty. I'm gonna say seven fifty. Wait, what did you say? Is it five something? Five twenty-four. I'll say seven fifty. Four hundred. Ah, uh, I was way off. I win. Right? Yeah. Mitzi, you said 500? 544. Woo! Isn't this an interesting name? What did you say? I ended on on a good note. What did you say? I said 250. And I just wanted to say 250. Rick just threw his hands up like he's never won anything. I know, right, right. What an exciting game this is. Right. So, wait, what was the the cost? For what? 400. 400. So, that's that's 150, and I'm 124 off. Yeah, yeah, but you went over. Oh, those are the see, rules, my, I my know friend. the rules. You got to specify. Yeah, those actually, are the, those are the that rules. actually wasn't the rule. We didn't even yeah. have that rule. But I make up the rules. But it's his basement. Yeah, it is. And right. he's gonna take his ball and go home. Otherwise, price so. is right. Yeah, um, price is wrong. Bitch. I like the fact that like we're gonna follow these cups and we're <laughs> going to try to barter them and get them. And if our listeners, you know, want to chime in and give us some comments on Facebook, Instagram, social media. Um, you may win these cups if we win the bartering of this. Wow. Hey, I like that. That's a great idea. We're playing phone, phone notes. notes. Yeah, do you have a song for that? <clears throat> Ooh, it's time for phone notes. Notes in your phone, on your iPhone. Rick, what you got? Oh my God, I wrote that down? You sure did, Rick. Can you what you got? I do not care for autocorrect. Oh, it's phone notes. What you think? I need a shrink. It's a shrink for thing. It's time for phone notes. <laughs> wow, we're really good at really long intros. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. You know what, Mike? I love it because Kathy hates it. Yeah, I get it stuck in my head now. <laughs> Me too. I'll be like... So do the fans. I'll be washing so the dishes at I home and I just start singing. I don't oh, care notes. for it for the reason that I've actually had a consecutive segment here about classifieds and it has nothing. But these two have one idea and before they even execute the idea, <laughs> they make a segment song for it. Hey, create your own shit. Yep. You know? Like, we're all we're okay, all out there trying to. Uh, Are you kidding me? I will get an intern on my little segue music. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I've got a, I've got a nephew who is, like kills at the cello. Okay, Kathy, I don't know. You and just, I've got a keyboard, so you guys watch out. We can help you out with an intro. Okay, so what do we got on our phones? So we're we just going around, just like ideas. That yeah, we but have? let's tell people that typically comics are out and about, and used to be you'd carry a pencil or a pen and mm-hmm. a notepad in your back pocket, and then we got you know these phone things, and now everybody gets. <laughs> Notepad. A notepad, and then I don't know. Maybe you guys are like me. You write something down, and it lives there for several months, yeah. and then you revisit it and have no idea, no point of reference or anything. Does that happen to you all the time? Okay, all the time. So, do you have anything on your phone that you could share with us? 
Well, the last one, uh, what would it sound like if Luke's dad was somebody different? Got a famous line, Luke, I am your father, you know, it's that mm-hmm. deep. But, you know, what if it was like, uh, you know, Eddie Murphy or something? It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the whole movie, right? Yeah, yeah. Come on, just a little line. Or he had a lisp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lisp. <laughs> uh, board on rare when possible. Exit rare. So I had to think twice about that was, um, but that's the T one. Board on rare. Yeah, board on rare. It's like what every transgender person tells their dates. You know, mm-hmm. board on rare. <laughs> Is that what your tramp stamp says? <laughs> yeah, <Yep>. exactly. <laughs> Enter here. <laughs> <laughs> family show okay family show. that's far from it okay anything else i'm uh, sure probably got plenty in here okay well why don't you keep looking i was yeah. gonna say are we just right. going around the circle yeah yeah, yeah. just jump in everybody do. okay i don't remember when i had this thought but i still agree with it why are bathroom products always listed in english and french since when do the french have a stereotype about being clean <laughs> yeah i also have have rick try to pronounce pennsylvania town names we're doing that as a segment next oh, week. That, like actually, that. that sounds like a I good like segment. Um, how's this? Uh, social isolation it has this F word. I'm transgender. I've been social isolating my whole life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have wasted too many afternoons pursuing Yelp reviews for so-called wrinkle-free Oxfords. They don't exist. Wardrobe unicorn. <laughs> I have, why are we still using the zipper trucks south of Boston? You know, it would have been a much better idea. Just make the right size highway. Yeah, it's dumb. Like I'm going to... Tell you how stupid it is. It's fun watching your kids' firsts. First tooth, first walk, first misdemeanor. The second one, you got to have a sit down. Like, come on, man. We're already checked this box. You need an alibi. Is that funny? Kind of. I would be like, second one, you need a retainer. A retainer. (laughs) Okay, I I get what I was saying. So you're first and and you're making, okay, so you, you threw in the twist there in a misdemeanor. Yeah. I don't know. Is that no, no, I like it. I have one here. That That's says, not going to get a house laugh, though. First of all, no, as just, you, know, you know, derelicts, you know, kids have had misdemeanors. So. <laughs> you've you've just spent like thirty seven seconds on it. You know, like spend a little time. I there is something there. You just got to let it. You know, well, got to get it out of the notebook. Sharks, snakes, dinosaurs, and the Eiffel Tower. One of these seems. Uh, one of these don't seem to fit. Oh, I'm not even going to tell you what I wrote. What? <laughs> Dinosaurs don't even exist anymore. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I want to punch myself. I want... No, Mike. that's... If you told that joke on stage, <laughs> yeah. but with yeah. a long enough pause, yeah. and then and even then, prefaced yeah. it with like, ah, oh, man, I'm embarrassed to say that. Like, that is... The way you just did it, it's hysterical. It's all about because delivery. Because it's so cringeworthy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It yeah. is. It's a terrible joke, but it's when that, when that, you go into it as, oh my god, this is so bad. That is funny because you actually. I should have a couple of these latched onto. So that. if I am bombing, I'm just gonna go all in on the bombing. Well, first of all, yeah. that's what you should always be doing. You should have thing what I like to call back pocket bits. You always have something in your back pocket, so if like something's not going well, like you can take that out and do that. I have okay. this term that I I. I didn't even know I had in here, which is rushing Russian nesting dolls of resentment. <laughs> I love that. Uh, I don't know what I would do with it. Russian nesting dolls of it. resentment? Yeah. I don't get it. Like You know what a rushing nesting doll sure. is, right? Matryoshka like it's like dolls, a doll yeah. within a doll, it's like five dolls. I've been kicking this thing around but for a long time. But resentment, what makes them resent? I don't know. Like no, it is like resentment out like it's like you know how you build resentment mm-hmm. about something? So it's just like a visual of that. Do you have tattoos? A lot. Uh, five. Navy tattoos? 
Uh, one that I got in the Navy. Is it an anchor? Nope. Is it a uh, mermaid? Nope. Um, a battleship. The heart with my ex's name in it. Oh, it's the other one that they all get. I got you. That or a, a tiger with the claws going down. Yeah, <laughs> which I is was, the one that, I hate the most. That one has to go on your shoulder yeah. or your calf. Oh, I, I was going that. to guess <laughs> either a tiger, not not the not yeah. the like climbing tiger, yeah. but a tiger's face. Or the swallow that indicates that you've gone. What is it? You've okay. So I have one other. I have uh, one that's actually insect. What would that be? A praying mantis. Nailed it. And why was that a dusty clap? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we just. I'm always wearing a dragonfly. Oh yeah, it's right there, (laughs) right in your nestled comfortably in your cleavage there. Two steps forward. I know. (laughs) (laughs) So what is it about the dragonfly that you're Oh, uh, they mean change. They live two different lives. They do. Yeah, they live one life in the water. They live the other one in the air. Did you know that some Native American tribes believed that? It, I believe it was the Iroquois believed that if you caught a dragonfly and rubbed it on the soles of your feet, it would make you faster. You ever take fireflies and just catch them and shake them in your hand and slam them on the ground <laughs> no. and then smear them with your foot? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not a serial killer. I think this is a good time to sort of uh, bring it home, right? Yeah, I think it's great. Did you have fun, Mitzi? I did. I did. Yeah. It was so great having you. I think you should end you. it because I have to go to the bathroom. I miss you. I'm so glad that you're back. <laughs> Thanks. Um, and glad people who back. are like when the world opens up again and we have comedy, please go check. Um, Mitzi, where, the, where can they find you? Um, so I was writing two shows at Jock's Cabaret, hopefully when they reopen sometime next year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that day I can continue with my shows. I had the Sunday fun day there, and um, we had fantastic underground comedy kids. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Love it. Awesome. Okay. Well, Mike is our closer. He always, and look at him now, he's quickly connecting the dots. Oh, he gave me the, no, I'm not ready yet. So. No, I, yeah, go ahead. This is this is your time to shine, Mike. One thing I learned about Mike is he's naturally gifted with callbacks. So show us what you can do, Michael. Nothing Go like get him, buddy. <laughs> All right, let's see. Today we learned that classifieds are a real treasure trove for fun. We also learned that nobody that says it's a free world is ever going to do anything good, and you should steer clear of those people. Also, if you are having emotional problems and, and or suicidal thoughts, you can call Good Samaritans at 877 877- Eight seven zero four six seven three, and we also had a great time chatting with Mitzi, getting to know some of her background, good times and bad times that she went through to get where she is today. What else do you have, Rick? Oh, we went through phone notes and realized how weird we are. Yeah. We're all a little weird. Did I tell you guys on on the show about my Batman dream that time? No, but um, I can't wait to hear about it on some show in the future. Yeah, we'll talk about it next time. Yeah, some other time. I don't even know what to say to any of this. I'm just glad that we're all harmonious again. Mike and I talked about We were always show. harmonious. Right? Not the last show. Not the last show. I was pointing to Mike. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, tell people to oh, yeah. review. And, and can you guys make a review on hey. Apple Last week, Podcasts. Uh, Kathy and Rick mentioned earlier how we want to be more in touch with our listeners. Last week, Rick mentioned that he wanted 8 billion listeners and then changed it after I pointed out there aren't even 8 billion people on, <laughs> on planet Earth. He then changed it and said he wants 8 Brazilian listeners. Yeah. We got a message through uh, Instagram this past week from a guy named Carlos <gasps> that wanted us to know he is a Brazilian listener. No kidding. In Brazil. So, uh, is this for real? Listeners... Oh my God. Be more like Carlos. We want more Carloses. If you are not in America, 
please let us know you're listening. If you are in America, but you're not in Massachusetts, mm-hmm. please let us know who you are, where you live, uh, and, a, and an address so that we can send you cool free t-shirts. Bom dia, Carlos. Tudo bem. I am so excited. I love that. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, uh, at Small Town Scuttlebutt, on Facebook, and other places. Good. We're done. All right, cool. Thank you. Just say goodbye for crying out loud. Goodbye. Goodbye.